Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Double Primo. Well, welcome to Double Primo. Yeah, I just got something in my eye. Oh, Do- oh no. Doble <laughs> Primo. Might have been a fucking booger flea. A oh, damn. Fucking eye booger, dude. <sighs> what are the unwritten rules of eye boogers and skating? Your, yeah. home, your homie rolls up with some eye boogers. You dude, gonna tell him? You gotta wash your face. <laughs> Hey man, if you don't, don't at least wash your face <laughs> to one of my skateboarding friends. Yo, dog, your eye boogers are out of control. <laughs> Yo, dog, wash your face. You got some crusty Wash dog. your ass. My, that's a line my dad likes to say if he, <laughs> someone stinks. Like, wash your ass. <laughs> okay. It's a little forward, but I like it. Yeah, man. Welcome to Dub Prem. Uh, Christian, Prim. did you want to take this? No. I feel like that. No? Okay. This is your question What's that the, we're going to be what talking is the about. Question? The question is, are there rules in skateboarding? Oh, all right. Are there? We have touched on this in episodes prior, that's for sure. But we're going to really fucking massage this topic right now. We're going to mm. squeeze the pus out of this. Need it out. Uh, Christian posed this question, this topic. We're just wondering. Everyone says there's no rules in skateboarding, but there are. Let's be honest. Sergio and I have already been talking about this for a minute. This like literally made my mind hurt <laughs> thinking about because, I mean, it's actually sort of poignant as well as we see society devolving and certain rules not being adhered to, even though our rules are, you know, you can go to jail for not following them. Um, skateboarding wise, you go to like cool kid jail where you don't get acknowledged by certain people for doing certain things yeah but um i don't know who wants to go first who's got a who's got a really hot thought about it uh headphones i think they're okay hot take hot take so we're transitioning right into the a pretty oddly enough a pretty uh prickly topic is skateboarders wearing headphones yeah in footy in footy yeah no way, dude. <clears throat> Daryl Stanton comes to mind. Any you could, but say. those are like actual headphones, not yeah. little earbuds, right? Like oh. some Lizard King, but like Bose or oh. Skull Candy. Oh, the cans, Skull Crushers. Yeah, yeah, the things we sh- we will eventually be able to afford, and all <laughs> of us will have on um, swag. So those are okay. I say all of them are okay. You know, well. We're getting kind of getting ahead, like getting the cart before the horse a little bit, right? Because it's like we're jumping right into it and saying there's for sure rules. Absolutely, but okay. it's it's just such Good an point. odd thing because it's like skateboarding just began as a bunch of like uh, kids, you know, rolling around a, a banked uh, schoolyard, mm-hmm. and who were just like shitbag surfers, and you know, the, the whole the whole birth of the Dogtown movement was essentially them giving a middle finger to like the established skate scene of like, which would have been very ballerina E and mm-hmm. uh Gessner esque, just like more, more dance oriented and gymnastics. And then right. they came in and just they're like carving around and it was more attitude. So it's like they, they were kind of like, and jump, then they, you know, that evolves into jumping fences and riding backyard pools without permission. And it's like, I think that's the birth of the whole no rules mentality, but it's just, I think the virtue of things becoming more refined that and like stylized and people taking ownership of something where you do start to assign like because you feel because skateboarding is so personal everybody starts to assign their personal values so and and it's like same thing earlier that's it's not you know if it doesn't look the way that you want it to then it's bad and it it, you know it maybe didn't break a 
quote unquote rule, but it, it broke something in your value system or your beliefs where you're like that. Cause how many times have you, have you seen somebody and you're like, that's not skateboarding, like longboarding. That's not skateboarding. <laughs> Unfortunately. Like, yeah. I've had that thought off, you know, and it's like, <clears throat> it, it is this like, you know, it's a, I, it's like porn, you know, when you see it type of mentality where it's like it is or it isn't, but like trying to define it, uh, it's, you know, that's that's the stickiness of it and like i i don't know that we're really touting it as much as that we used to especially being in the olympics and just being so adopted into the mainstream culture but just like do we need to do we need more rules now do we need less rules do we need to acknowledge what rules there were and like that we never really like owned up to because it's Mm -hmm. like there are rules in skateboarding it's like is it still okay to push swish mongo even though you know people are doing switch pushes just as as good as like their normal pushes is it okay to sometimes better yeah is it okay to wear headphones and it's like and who like really who cares and who gets to decide and why you know it's it's an interesting topic and i just who would you say dictates the rule making is it the people in the magazines is it like us the viewers who are like oh no we're not okay with seeing that well it it's changed, right? Probably. I was just going to acknowledge the fact that I think of the three choices you gave, the third one is that we need to, we being, I don't Skateboarders. know, thrasher subscribers, whoever, like, I don't know what the ID card would be, but we need to like come to a, a consensus, I think, because you're going to get all these people to agree on one thing. I think, well, I, the other thing I thought was that this question I think is important <clears throat> because there's enough of a sample size now. There's enough. Nine of, and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's nine and a half million pieces of footage on YouTube that we can go. But um, it's something that I think it, there's enough of a sample size where we could take away a pretty good idea of what people perceive skateboarding as. If it's like, if we're going to, have a, a definition that can be like majority agreed upon. I think that's the opportunity is now. I mean, it's a, like just on a global scale, global consciousness scale, being in the Olympics. I mean, if it's a sport, all sports are dictated by rules, you know? So, but it's like, you're going to ask anyone, maybe that's the beauty of the sport is that you ask anyone, like you were saying, it's personal. They're all going to come up with different rules. Yeah, and it's also like if we're going off the old like the old cliche that skateboarding is more of an art than a sport, then it's like it's it's that Picasso is it Picasso that said like once you know the rules, you know how to break them. So it's like it that that's yes. how it it's one of these back and forth things that it's like the more you try to confine it and constrain skateboarding with rules or regulations or whatever, the more people are gonna like either uh, kick back or like you know, jump mm-hmm. a fence and find something else new. That's, uh, you know, a whole new, I mean, I don't know how many new avenues there really are, but you know, the, if we, it, it will continue to evolve just based on like architecture is going to change. Like city design will change. Like the fact that we are now, a, a, you know, an Olympic sport that's going to change things, but it's like all, up until now, all the quote unquote rules or etiquette or whatever, is just, it's like, what it's the people that have like 
done the shit we don't like and we're like yeah would that no that no no richie jackson's no mm-hmm. no you know you throw you throw out because like it's somebody that oversteps it's like it's like having a party and then like you're like yeah everybody's allowed to do like have fun have fun and then somebody starts doing something that's their version of fun and you're like yeah but not that okay <laughs> right so we're acknowledging then that there's there is a also as a, a hidden rules there's a hidden consensus yeah. You're always going to find enough people, I mean, throughout life. What were you going to say? I had a few things. Well, to your point of the Olympics being like the the highlight of what skateboarding is, it's divided into four like divisions, right? So you have for street and then you have men's and women's. So then how do we... I think it was like park and street. Well, you know. Yeah. Park, park incorporating the, the transitional element. Yeah. Right. Either way, how do we get that to be all one showcase of skateboarding? Even the Olympics are divided and have their own segregation of rules. Yeah. So how do we make this all-encompassing thing be one thing that everyone agrees upon? I don't know if this answers your question at all, but I feel like the Olympics should have only had park. No street? No street. Whoa. I think street skateboarding competitions are not good. (laughs) <laughs> ever whoa ever. that's a hot take that, that's up there you got one good line <clears throat> and then you were just feeling good and then but then it's like i mean i'll take the sample size it tampa's fun but tampa's tampa is not a contest so much i think it's like a gathering of homies ripping together good it's like send your you know, send your best and brightest, and it's like who's the best at spring break? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a great contest, and I'm glad that they do it year after year. But yeah, in terms of like global athleticism, it might not be the <laughs> best benchmark. <laughs> this last one was pretty gnarly, but yeah, <laughs> generally speaking, it's too hard to. I think street skateboarding is way too hard to score because it's like I, I've been thinking about this with tricks. I can only do a switch big spin front side i can't do it regular Hmm. therefore it makes more sense for me to think that i almost either can't do big spins or i can do i would have to tell people that i do regular big spins and not goofy big spins (laughs) (laughs) just lie about your stance no just like acknowledge that like obviously tricks are some tricks are harder some tricks are easier switch for whatever reason and that has to do with like our body like some i'm 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 it's easier for me to open up my left side than it is my right side for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Your right side's been hurt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I think I think this is okay, but this is a whole different thing. I I have another hot take. I think switch needs to go. What? <laughs> These are some interesting takes. Adam. I think I think streets <laughs> contests are gone. What about only switch street contests? <laughs> That's impressive. Does that a net double negative make a positive? So it's back in. I think that would illustrate my point like perfectly. <laughs> actually, you would just like there'd be one kid who was really good at switch. But here's the thing: if you're good at switch, like, should that have been your normal stance? Or why don't we just call it regular? Maybe you're just better at regular in a lot of tricks than you are. Like I'm speaking for someone who identifies as goofy. Like, I think we all do, except for Christian. Yeah, yeah, Christian's regs. That's right. But it's like <laughs> I'm the ugly duckling. No. <laughs> Let's bring it up but again. You're the but only in here, I would say. I think I feel like and that's another thing. We need to figure out who's regular and who's goofy, man. Right. Let's take a huge poll. Um 
Oh, you want to look at the statistics as to how skateboarding breaks. See, another aspect of it, of that. Well, this is something we, we've talked about before that we need. We need a basketball reference of skateboarding. We need to know people's plus minus. Like we need to know Lizard King's, <laughs> Lizard King's oh plus God. minus while he was on Death Wish. And if he still is on Death Wish. I don't know, and but it, he was in Battle of the Barracks recently, and that was embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> no. God damn. Pobrecito. That was so bad. Really? We're going to come back to that. But. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, like I said, I, I kind of didn't really answer your question. I sort of just deflected and talked. Through more it. questions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I invented so, some new rules. No yeah. switch. Even though you do switch tail slides all the time. I do regular tail slides. <laughs> Back to my other point, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is about putting the rules on skateboarding and then us breaking them out and building more upon it, revolutionizing it. I feel like we kind of need that consensus in order to break through a grind right now. I don't know. I feel like skateboarding is kind of like plateauing again. Yeah. Right? And maybe this is because like a lot of uh, how you define yourself is how you define yourself against, you know, a system or something. So it's like Dogtown was defined because it wasn't you know everything else the Gessner shit beach boys and like you know world industries came out and they were like not uh fucking whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like you do maybe the reaction to olympics could be that maybe you know it that it seems like that's how like new movements are always bred is by like well this is this is like the status quo or this is the norm or this is what's expected and accepted I'm going to go do this other thing. And it's like, but with at this point, skateboarding is so many different things and everything's not everything, but like, you know, cause what, what we don't accept, we, I don't even think we enter in the equation because it is like <laughs> downhill or longboarding or, you know, I, I don't even, t- uh, freestyle could come back or penny boards? there's penny boards, like scooters, like, you don't you don't know what the next like who's going to crossbreed uh, you know or mm-hmm. cross the streams and where it's going to come from and like what what rule is going to be broken next but so it's like if you are interested in in progressing the, uh, the sport or finding a new movement or whatever you have to break the rules potentially but cuz it's like aside, if we're if you don't you're just you're just doing the same thing within the you're doing suchu shit you're just like i'm working within the parameters of the established street structure where but it's like also i'm going to find like the notes within the you know Mm -hmm. and you know you can work work a game within the game if you want but like if you want a whole new game it's like well what about like i you know i'm not coming i don't i don't know what it would look like i hope it's not fucking scooters (laughs) because yeah i hope not either um, what would it look like? I feel manuals and John Delo. What if we just manualed into tricks <laughs> and out of tricks? It's always got it, only two wheels on the floor. Yeah, I mean it's it's possible. Get to the skate park and just manual the whole time. Imagine how awful that would like. Imagine what that Dude, would look like. You'd be so strong. <laughs> you'd have the core of a god and the legs of day one. There you go. <laughs> The calves of day one. Those all are good and fun, but if you got some janky ass arms, don't manual, dog. Don't manual around me. No. Uh, I, I another hot take. I think manuals are kind of silly. Um, 
No, I don't think that. But I do think a lot of times they look really bad. Like who? Name names. <clears throat> um, Shoot some shots. I would say anyone who isn't known for manualing that has a manual trick in their part. Like Ellington? Anyone. God damn. People will... will Ella, who did some funky manuals? Leo Romero, Brandon <laughs> Safransky. What? You don't like Leo's? I, I'm throwing out options. I, I like Leo doing the one on the fucking... Like under the, like the underhang of the bridge in his last one of the last toy machine videos. Mm. Oh it was yeah, fucking gnarly. Brayden, Jamie <laughs> Thomas has done some street manuals that are. I don't. I don't know. I might pivot because now I I don't agree with my take. <laughs> I just see how silly. Cut it out. Yeah, I just keep wanting to talk about Andy Anderson. The more Ooh. you guys, the I, dude on Pal, the dude yeah, with the helmet. The only guy on Pal. Mm. Oh, they got a they got a crew. Who's on the crew? Fuck if I know. <laughs> but yeah. they got him. Steve yeah. Caballero. I'm surprised they're still around, honestly. Yeah. No offense. Uh, it feels like one of those, they're going like, to like where, always be around. Where do they, where can you buy their boards? Like, I don't think I've seen one in Zoomies. That's a good point. Um, although like, Andy Anderson is quite popular. Yeah, his apparent, I, I was on some uh, collector Facebook groups. And the amount of people that were buying like Andy Anderson skull boards and mm-hmm. like shit like that, I was like, I'm out of this group. I, this isn't what well, I was expecting. Well, that could pay off. I mean, because he... they broke my rule <laughs> of no whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that I would say from a collector standpoint, I think it makes sense because he's obviously pretty popular, but also his board is that's his shape. Like that's his exclusive shape. He designed huh. it. There's that. How do you do that for the first time? Like, At this point? Yeah. Like, do you, like, did they just let him design a board shape or did he have that board shape and where, like, is, how, how do you design a board shape if you're mm. not like professor Schmidt? Yeah. Right. I don't know. That's a good question. I know that and this is from the nine club that he was on. It was a pretty interesting episode. I watched the whole thing. Um, just cause I wanted to see like what makes him tick, why he skateboards. <laughs> Um, but he, it was part of his, um, there were, it, the, the whole topic was on sponsors and he was excited to talk about Powell because they worked with him. And part of that was his, he needed to have input on his shape. He's very, he has a very specific shape that he likes with his board, how he got to that shape. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a lot like, like he's just been dreaming about it or just like making like Frankenstein welcome boards. <laughs> Like sawing them in half and then gluing them together, two different shapes. And just sanding it until yeah. it's 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 half warlock, half owl screech shape, or <laughs> whatever. That, their names are wild. I don't even know. I, it's one of those things where like I'll never know. Like I've it just never the, had the, one. the collection of the letters in some of their names. I'm just like I I'll never know that. I'm not gonna try it. It hurts my head to sound it out. Never skated one, so yeah. Welcome, welcome. Mean info. I've skated one. Do you like it? I, How big was it? It was huge. Yeah. See, that's the problem. And it was the problem. I'm because a I small boy. Couldn't do any of my little flip tricks with it. I could, but I just felt like they took forever. And it was like skating a, a folded up cardboard box. <laughs> the way the way it would flip in the wind. Welcome, yeah. Welcome's kind of an interesting brand because they didn't really adhere to the rules of starting a skate company. Uh-uh. Like they, they had like all amateurs at first too. Right? Yeah, carpet, they, like, carpet can be. I feel like, like why they 
they hit the wave at the right time because mm-hmm. they broke the rule of like, well, it's not an established pro starting the brand with like an established team of writers. They kind of fucking backdoored it. And then they just happened to uh, hit gold. Yeah. They happened to be producing shapes that no one else was really offering at the time. And, you know, little kids mm-hmm. who are born on YouTube, like they don't know the fucking difference between what where uh, they don't give a shit. I mm-hmm. mean, they're, they're just like, that's a cool graphic. Little kids are why Braille and uh, Revive are huge because it was they it's literally YouTube or like, you know, mm-hmm. they don't they don't you're not you're not going the established route of finding out about brands and finding out what's cool from your big brothers at the skate shop or whatever. So, right. So, but like, and they're still kind of like, because I feel like because they're, maybe this is just me. I feel like they're still not like entirely accepted in the fold. Like they're there. Welcome. Yeah. Like they're around, but they're not like, they're not FA. 100% agree. I mean, who's the most memorable people? Ryan Talley. Nora. Nora. Yeah. Ryan Talley, Nora, and I'll throw, I mean, love Ryan Lay as well. I don't think he's on Welcome anymore. Isn't he? I don't. He, that was his last board company for sure. I don't know about recently. I don't think he's on the team anymore. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's still very good. He's well, very good. Yes, that, that I guy agree Jordan, with that. That guy Jordan Sanchez um, yeah. was off the team, but I think Doesn't on their website, he's still on there. What? <laughs> it's something they brought up. and I'm just referencing all the other shit that I watched. It was a Jankum, their Jankum piece with him, which was really oddly timed because we were talking about uh jordan sanchez oh he's unwelcome bang he's still on it yeah jordan ryan ryan okay riley yeah jordan for sure not he's doing speaking of youtube like some youtube realtor shit which just makes my skin crawl he was thinking about it (laughs) didn't he have like a whole part that was like trash Trash cans cans. yeah Yeah. (laughs) so weird (laughs) i mean he made it work they did that's that's definitely someone who was trying to do something different in skateboarding, something revolutionary, and probably it seems like just got vibed out, like was over it. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know if it's like that skateboarding and skateboarders have been re- like historically, you know, ostracized or like because we weren't cool for so long, or at least we held on to that, like, no, we're man, we're punk and we're not accepted, we're not the mm-hmm. chocks. So like that's also like an insecurity. Right. But it is cool to be like that. Yeah, but, yeah. It's that. It's it's an odd paradox. Like you're cool because you're not cool, but now everyone's accepted that too. So it's like right. it's very. I don't know. Well, it's like being weird. Yeah. Oh, ooh, I'm I'm awkward. Like if everyone's awkward, who's awkward? I'm quirky. Yeah. Right. Like okay. Yeah. You sure you are, Becky? Over time and time again, you see humans just like okay, Zoe. <laughs> you just see humans like mimic the behavior that they claim is like the biggest oppression to them, you know? Yeah, like, or they they a- take the tactics that are supposedly being used against them and they use that on what you know someone else. It's like right. why the why like the super anti-gay preacher is always the dude that's like hooking up with gay hookers. that was my example (laughs) i was just gonna mention like it's so obvious in skate like yeah i think of grasso constantly referring to skaters as like the original misfits you know like uh 
Anthony Bourdain said that the kitchen is the last bastion of the uh, reject or something like that. I'm not exactly quoting him, but I don't think he knew about skateboarding, bro. Like there was, that's definitely the vibe they tried to put off. But then, you know, this reaction to not being accepted, there are so many, back to what we're talking about, rules. And that's like, it's because of you not adhering to society's rules <laughs> yeah it's it's also just that insecurity because you're not accepted you're like hyper aware and you're like mm-hmm. you have to either like own your shit like as a defense mechanism because you're like afraid of getting picked on or like not accepted or not get like getting a date to the dance or whatever so like because you because historically we are the outcasts or whatever we are very self-aware and defensive so like when shit comes in i think that's why we are so protective of it because it's like well if that's a skateboarder that reflects me and i don't want Mm, that shit reflecting on who i am or what my values are or what i think is cool so it's like when people get they're like the the fucking independent logo's gotta go and you're like well yeah i can i fucking i can get it to a degree because like you don't want that like skate company to be associated with your values mm-hmm. well i I'm, so, I'm glad you brought up independent i've been wanting to talk about this for a while whether or not like actually just what we feel about it like if it's um let's put a button though just for my editing sake on what we were talking about talking about welcome essentially breaking in breaking in and jumping over the rule like just saying like fuck you to the rules and doing what they want but I think I, something I thought about when you were saying that was that, like, we mentioned Powell. I mean, obviously, and, and to tie it into what you just said as well, skating is very sacred to us. And with that, I think naturally we have um, an, a, a wanting or, like, it's, it's, it's good form to kind of give it up to those who came before you. Mm-hmm. So you have to listen to the older generation, right? That's how you learn. But that's how all, you get accepted into the community, right? So that's just, which is, I think, the answer to your question about how welcome hasn't been necessarily overwhelmingly accepted into the community is because they kind of like they're taking sort of a business approach versus something that like a lot of the the older brands it's like no we have to go into business in order to provide this thing that we love yeah and it's probably a resentment that they didn't like get the pass they didn't ask they didn't ask for permission but it's also just like well then that's like even more punk rock than like like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's maybe maybe that's the pitfall of this like energy they were like one of the first like uh like diy groups right welcome because then quasi and those brands started popping up right so that i feel like they were kind of the the like pioneers and like mm. anyone can do their own board company if they really wanted to mm-hmm. well and maybe because of welcome we if no welcome maybe we don't get certain brands as a reaction to welcome uh, hey I shut th- up <laughs> I, th- I think it's i think it's true to a degree but i think like the quasi and aisle and they were less they're they're more of the like an FA and shit, like all these quote unquote little brands that popped up, like those are all still, they all had the, the okay already though. So it's not really the same. Like all the brands that antihero made the fake brands to make fun of like polar quasi and you know, whatever it was, uh, the bulldog board company, dog shit skateboards or whatever. Oh, dog. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's Antoine's company, right? Dog. Yeah. Yeah. But, Uh, um, raw dog. 
I'd, I'd say Wilcom's more like a, the, a killing floor or <laughs> like, you know, mm. where they're not, they're not getting the okay from an established pro or, you know, to like lead the charge on like, like bringing their, like Welcome built, built it from the ground up. Killing Floor is building it from the ground up. Quasi. Already had. Yeah. They are. The means. Mm -hmm. They already had the fan base built in the, who just had to sidestep over here. Same right. with FA, same with Polar. Um, Polar less so. Polar was just Pontus for yeah, a Pol while, right? I think Polar was probably the bigger... He's the one that kind of showed that you could go do it yourself I mean, more so than... That's why we have Last Resort. Exactly. I was about to say, like, how do we feel then? I feel like Last Resort it's could be like the, the welcome of skate shoes. Yeah, same shit. Yeah, I mean, right? it's... it's it's skate. I, I mean, I'm down. There's, they seem cool. They got. They hook up cool people. But at this point, Pontius Pontus has Pontius Pilot yeah. has earned that that platform. Yeah, like a he was already like he rode for Mad Circle. He rode for America. He rode for what you know whoever else. Dude, he's great. Or cliche, right? And then uh, yeah, and so like when he either was out of options or didn't like his options. He was like, fuck it. I'm doing my own thing. And from Europe of all, you know, on top of it, Sweden, no? it, again, he hit the right wave where it's like, well, the internet's here. People can see this from wherever. And, you know, Josh Stewart helps, uh, distribute. Topic. Right. <laughs> well, I was waiting for him to finish <laughs> the point, but that's perfect because I was going to say, what do we think about theories boards? Like, that's what they're I was going to say. That's funny. Like, do we legitimize them as a distribution that's also a board company? Ah. Or are we like, nah, dude, stay in your lane. Stick to, like, filming stuff. I like their, like, design and what they're doing, so I want to support them. But I don't know if I'm really ever going to buy a theories board. Well, but see, why do you... Because I'd rather give my money to the other corporations that I do like. Or right. I guess companies, rather invariably we ha we are like we're like, voting with our dollar exactly yeah like christian you mentioned in episodes past voting with our dollar but that's like maybe it feels better to think about it as like whose patreon do we want to give to in order for it to keep and, them and don't get yeah. me wrong i love josh stewart and everything that distribution is kind of doing because they have polar magenta you know oh. all these sick underground companies or i guess not so underground now right because he's given them a platform but i'd rather support them directly yeah that i mean what do you think well i was just gonna say that i agree with you like it's i would i would rather well actually i don't know if that's what you were saying but like i find it difficult to want to purchase a board from them but i'm appreciative of companies like that giving shine to people that might have been you know i i, I bet i bet there's like a bunch of pros who were or like close to pros that came up when there wasn't the internet or there wasn't other more accessible platforms that wished that there was like all these board companies now versus like back then just having to having a seemingly smaller pick, you know, but I also agree that we're asking sort of, I, or I'm thinking of like a question of like what it's like business ethics or just like ethics in general when it comes to like, how can we <laughs> tell someone what they can and can't make, make, yeah, or sell because. I mean, we can look at sci-fi fantasy too. Yeah, we could. 
Yes. They were a soft goods company, more or less, and now they're making boards and have but a small team. Is he what? making Do like... Do they have a team? I know Aaron's on the team. No shit. A-R-I-N. The eponymous Aaron. She <laughs> skates a lot of uh, skate parks. Right. Like very tech. Mm-hmm. Cake flip, front tail, big spins out, shit like that. And she's got curly curly hair people. We, know, yeah. we see our people. Big hair. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, big hair, big head. Uh, <laughs> dude, not her, not her, but um, big Deshaun head, Jordan. Oh, oh yeah. my God, the dome on that guy, dude. That guy's amazing. Though. He's amazing, but what it's size new era? <laughs> Nine. Nine. <laughs> What's that, bigger, his board or his hat? His hat for sure. <laughs> his hat, no question. The, the checks he gets from SLS. Um, Give him he's a on new like era. Red Bull, no? Huh? He's on Red Bull, no? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's on. Uh, probably. What board company? Is? He's on Toy Machine. Whoa. Mm-hmm. He's on Toy. Weird. Yeah, Not that one long. doesn't make sense. It's. I feel like that's. I don't know. We'll see. Well, but who knows? I, that's that's all. What was he on before? I think that's contractually obvious. Oh, he won't be on there for long. Yeah. Oh, gotten. He was on Business and Company before, another board company that just decided to start up. But they haven't done much. No, that's they that's, did recently. They put out one out re- part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest has been promo. That's, that's I don't know if you'd call that a rule, but like that does seem to be a thing that you should follow if you want to be a successful brand. Like, start up and do shit, and just keep doing it because if you stall out, you are fucked. I mean, three like, D, three, yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, most businesses fail within the first year, so it's mm-hmm. like it, it is. Skateboarding companies are a business, but they're businesses that you could, if you just like, you can take months off and then just be like. Like FA was a a company, quote unquote, for fucking like 2001. 20. Yeah. So then it was just like, oh, we'll do a batch of shirts. He sells them out and he fucking forgets about it. And then like, you know, because I, he had other things that were supplementing. his yeah, like, but like if if that was his soul, if that was like your the sole source of income or like clout, you're fucked. Like if you just were like, oh, I did one batch of shirts and like you had no real you had built no hyper following then you're you're dead in the water but if you're somebody then those would be worth a lot later down the root line i hope i'm somebody one day (laughs) you will be we will be we are double primo can we tie rules into mike mo um yeah i mean i feel like he's an avid rule follower what? Well, he's oh, a, he's a actually, rule, he's a rule breaker too. Certain flip tricks, he does some like uh, some questionable flip tricks. Did what do you do mean like, by questionable? He did like a dolphin flip. Oh yeah, like he does part. weird circus tricks. He's got like some double. He dolphin. does like a fakey front maybe, foot nose. Maybe foot. that was a. Uh, sorry, maybe that was a. Uh, fuck, what was it? Jimmy Carlin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, double dolphin. I mean, um, <laughs> I feel like Frankie's done like a dolphin flip. Frankie Viana. Yeah. But that's it's one of the things. It's like there are rules that like you don't do those tricks. But it's like we always make exceptions because if the right person does them, like fucking, I think Darrell did uh, Nolly Dolphin in a line. <laughs> cannonball. In, yeah, he did cannonballs. He he, you know, he did the over nose blunts. Dude, Mark Albiard switched heel flip body varials. <laughs> Remember when he rolled that out? Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Roly brought back the dark slide. Right. He'll flip dark slides. Yeah. And it's like, it's all these things that were like, you don't do that. And then somebody who like has the, you know, means to do it properly. Yeah, it's like everybody, 
it's sort of like getting the like if everybody else is waiting in the line to get to the club there's certain people that can just bypass the line and walk straight in Mm -hmm. that's probably an adequate description for skateboarding because it's like (laughs) we're all the nerds waiting in line and talking about what's going to happen in there Mm -hmm. and then there's other people who are like i don't give a fuck i'm walking right in and they you know just do it and then there's some and then you get really mad of the people who were in the line who found the back way in and you're like fuck that what somebody kick them out they shouldn't be here (laughs) mike mo kick mike mo well i mean he just kind of jumped to the front of the line he went from nobody virtually to being first part and fully flared yeah but full it was also like give being given an opportunity and then just knocking it out of the park yeah and then getting hurt and never following up Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the nine club, I have yet to watch the one. It comes up in my thumbnails all the time where it's Mike Mo explains his injury. Mm, the golf I, cart. What else do you need to know? I well exactly. That's why I'm like, oh, that's what like I was He like tried so to excited. brace himself to catch it and he just broke his knee. Wait, what oh maybe I should He like tried to stop the golf cart. Like put his foot out. Oh which I don't know why you would really try that. Asking for it, maybe he would sabotage his own career. Maybe reflex, just like you just you go fall, you just immediately think to like, Should all right, brace I'll catch yourself. it. Yeah, instead yeah. of just like accepting it and rolling. That's yeah, too much pressure. He's like, I'm on look like, high. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm focused. I'm gonna focus this golf cart. I mean, he, you take it, Sergio. This is uh, you you want yeah, man. you want Mo Mo. I did want to talk about Mike Mo, uh, for many reasons. Uh, His eyes, the way he smiles. I mean, he's a pretty handsome man. The way he talks. Capaldi. He's like a nerd, too. He's into gaming. He's a funny dude. He was a character that you, like, wanted to love. And you did love, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I remember watching his day in the life, and you're just like, yeah, I want to be best friends with this guy. He's over here playing basketball, loves Jordan. Um, He does. Deshaun Jordan? Michael Jordan. Oh. I don't know about his Jordan take Trey on. I, I love him. Amen. But I wanted to post him as a what if question. Like, what do you think his career would have been like if he didn't get injured? Do you think he'd be one of the, do you think he could have won the Olympics? I mean, he was like looking prime in fully flared. But was he that, but that's like a totally different beast. Like, was he good at contests? I know he's consistent, but. I mean, he won the first battle of the barracks. Granted, it's a flat ground contest, but I mean, he can do well under that sort of pressure. But, but I mean, that yeah, that's a good that's a good question in general. Like, he definitely, I could see him going like a the street league route, like being one of those pros, one of their selects. If in terms of contests, I don't think he would have done all that. Like, he's all gaps. He's all gaps and ledges, and it's his ledge tricks were always like he wasn't really going down hubba's or anything right he was just he did yeah. tech shit on flat ledges and it yeah. was sick he seems like that he was kind of like the prototypical co- he was he was brought on girl at a time where i think that's where they started to fuck up because they got him <laughs> wow. and Malta? then they got Corey kennedy and then like those were the, that was the new bar for who got on and it's like those dudes were so fucking good <laughs> and skated at such like a, a level that like i think Smythe got fucked because he was just like well we gotta wait for 
the we, next. We can't just let whoever else on because, mm. like, this is the last guy we got got on. So it's like, but like Corey, it's interesting hearing you talk about it because, like, I I remember Mike Mo coming in and being like, I was like that part blew me away and I was super interested. And then like his board, he turned pro, and I'm like. And maybe this was just the sign of the times because that's when, like, I felt like the board graphics also started to blow because, like, his whole personality was just that he texted. Like, he was, like, the oh, young yeah. dude that texted. And that was, I'm like, this is, if this is, like, this dude's whole personality and girls' whole team is, like, all personality, I'm like, I don't know that this guy holds a candle to the rest of the team. But also, I was, like, I mean, not older, but, like, older, older than your when you jump in the pool and mike moe's on the scene like mm-hmm. values that are was a little like different pretty yeah. much right when i started skating i feel fully flared it was like one of the second videos i saw uh, wow i know crazy what, a, what, what a, an insane like yeah that i think the first one was <laughs> and now the trans world video oh dude there are so many trans world videos oh, I, I missed know. Yeah. And now is not that good <laughs> like and now a time to shine and then like they just all it, it's i bet if you talk to somebody like five or ten years older than me they have ha, they they're like, yeah they all started to blur together after sight unseen oh, or like sure. yeah or like but for me it was just like time to shine and then like and maybe and now i honestly i don't even remember who was in and <laughs> kenny now. Heil, kenny hoyle matt miller malto richie jackson uh Damn, and dog. oh yeah. gravette Oh uh, yeah, Ooh, sounds like, like my kind of video. Crazy. Right? Why? Like, why I blanked that one? Nothing <laughs> <laughs> against Kenny Hoyle oh, and Matt Miller. Yeah, that's that's quite the lineup right there. It's crazy. And then I got fully flared. Uh, we should do a game where I'll read you something, and you have to tell me if it's the title of a classic novel or if it's a trans world skate video. <laughs> Not like another that. trans world video. A farewell is, to a farewell to arms. Is that Which Dostoevsky? One? Yeah. Doble. Mike Mo. I think Primo. I don't know. Mike if, Double Primo Capaldi. Yeah, let's get Mike Mo on the show. Where do I, I I mean you just have to sort of like think of other similar skateboarders. Honestly, if Mike was still skating with how relatable and I I remember I used to like follow him so intensely because like he had that whole uh, rec basketball league that he was in with like his brother and friends. And I was just like, man, that's like what I would dream about. Like, man, what would what could my life be? And on top of that, he rips. And it's like you said, seems to a bit of like a like suburban sort of like very privileged like his his backyard skate park was insane and like also beautiful like how it just kind of naturally fit into his backyard it wasn't uh you know i love you figgy but it wasn't figgy's design <laughs> in his backyard have you seen that have you guys seen that i think so the one that's got like the fire pit built into the transition oh, it's like really gnarly right? i think that's i don't think that's his oh that's colin maybe? i think so yeah his has a brick wall that he made and like a five stair with a rail and then like a little huh. check it out it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty cool it's all uh, you need baby <laughs> that's all he needs yeah for sure that's i think that was like the inspiration for the park mike mo was a little bit of a rule breaker too because i'm pretty sure in his part there are fake spots right one of them is the barracks and there's like one little diy thing too that he used to skate under that bridge yeah yeah which like depending on your rules mm. fakey correct fakey tray 
That's at the barracks. Oh, also, what about that? Is that spot under the bridge? Is that the ledge spot? Yeah, he does like nollie heel back tail bigsman or some shit like that. Which might have been around the birth of like the the parking block rail, like that shit really yeah. blew up or like because I don't know why no one had thought of that or I don't, I'm sure it was around, but like I think like fully flared came out when I was in Pittsburgh, so we were just like, not only did we not have like the red curb parking block around, but like when that came out, you're like. That looks really fucking fun. Mm-hmm. This might have been pre uh, Cherry having it too. Dang, I missed that one at Cherry. You don't like the little bend at the end? Nope, no. hate it. It's too thick too. Yeah, baby, <laughs> bends at the end and it's too thick. Not been there. Not for me. <laughs> Not us, right, guys? <laughs> no longer a skateboarding podcast. It's a sultry, to double primo, late night double primo. Welcome to DP. Um, <laughs> double primo is now it's a implied, cousin dude. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> My step, step cousin. cousin. <laughs> and also and also our fucking our our logo looks like it's like made of cum. It does. Or something. <laughs> I haven't asked yet. I'm gonna figure mm. that one out. It's like is this cum or is this boogers? Which one? Or like it's glue? Smoke? It's glue. It's smoke. Let's just go with Elmer's. It's a hot glue gun, baby. No, it's a candle. Oh, melt. Because we're fucking timeless. <laughs> yeah. Christian wearing his nightcap. We're about to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Party's over. During like uh Scrooge times. Or uh, Christmas Carol. It's Christmas. It does not feel like Christmas at all. Sure like don't. anything close like that. Dude. I, I mean, am not in the cold. giving spirit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the getting spirit either. But dude, either. yeah, I'm in the get out spirit. I'm like uh, I don't want to be around anyone. <laughs> Just leave me alone. I'm in the limp biscuit spirit. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. That's what you guys are getting for Christmas. And nothing gonna change the whole discography. Uh, I think Mike Moe Skateboarder <laughs> A skateboarder who has not been accepted by skateboarding Because oh. he broke the rules Fred he was Durst? in, Yeah Oh, Barra He's in break stuff Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's, but He was boys with Barra He's fucking pretty good on a mini ramp Fred Durst? Mm-hmm Never seen it He's, he's good He's he's an excellent he rapper He's an excellent <laughs> front maker Great front man I mean, he can do great goatee grower. Oh my god! I mean, the color red owes a lot to Fred, Fred Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie B's uh, new era, Deshaun Jordan's uh, Echo Unlimited, most important sponsor. <laughs> I'm hating on Deshaun Jordan. You just gotta look at. We're <laughs> <laughs> um, not gonna like everybody. Some dude, people break our rules. No, um, he breaks my rule with uh, with tray flipping into stuff. Hmm. Uh. Leave it to Mark Alpiard and only Mark Alpiard. People who look what? like they don't breathe out of their nose break my rules. <laughs> like if you look like you only breathe out of your mouth when you skate, I really don't like you. Damn, who that? Ben Gilly? I don't want to. I think I've rigged, ragged on this person enough in the past. I don't need to name oh, names. I know who. But he has jelly knees and he jumps off big shit and it oh. looks like garbage. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Homeboy can close his mouth. <laughs> Just based on the. F- Force <laughs> he's just like his yeah, how many times do you think he's bitten his knee oh <laughs> more than one impact definitely alone. once that he told us about for sure i've done that i've need my i've like jumped off stuff and like need myself in the solar plex i've bitten my knee though i've definitely kicked myself yeah mike mo I, I just have to say one thing about mike mo is that i feel like i understand like your affinity for him based on when you came up but i feel like i i kind of see a very easy approach to if he would have continued to skate 
He would have just came out like he he he's a little too um comfortable and like a little too easy. Like what, dude? He he's a businessman. He had those like or, or, who's to say maybe classy he, eyewear. Or, yeah, maybe Post. he wouldn't have done any of that, right? If he would have been able to focus on skating a little more. I mean, yeah. But I think a personality like his is rife for just like cashing in. Yeah, being like doing Twitch, doing this. I still skate, by the way, but I can also do all these other things that make me a ton of money just because of my personality. Just because who I am. Yeah. Yeah, where, other... like where do you think, what, ideally or realistically, where do you think his career would have gone? Or like, you know, how many more parts would we have gotten and where would they be? Like, because in my mind, I'm seeing him like take kind of a Sean Malto trajectory or mm-hmm. a Justin Eldridge. Mm-hmm. And even Justin Eldridge was kind of like the prototype for it's, Mike Moe. It's that damn girl chocolate mold. Nobody can break it. I mean, can't like Elijah got out and he's doing his own right, thing. He's he evolving. Left. That's what I mean. Mm. It, once you're like in the, like if you don't leave, you can't like, I mean, Jerry left. He started his own thing. If I had the opportunity to be on girl and chocolate, I would never leave. They would retire my board. What? Facts. What's no your cap. dream company? I don't know. Uh, fucking right board now, company. I'd probably take Quasi. Their shapes are great. Team, I could think, feel like it would be a fun time in the van. Fuck yeah. yeah. They are. They are. They are winning that right now. They're like their team. I want to party with Quasi. Damn, that's a good good pick. I want to party with Quasi. Their boards and their graphics uh, they're great. are great. Graphics are great. Boards are great. I the Q shit. Uh, the I I can't see myself ever wearing a hat with just a Q on it now. Because yeah. that not where we live. Yeah, that letter's been kind of fucked. Yeah, that's gonna open yourself up to a lot of interesting conversations huh. while you're in. What's line. that? Yeah, while you're in well, line it at says Subway. Q, but he looks kind of odd. I don't yeah. know if he's one of us. Is he cool or not? <laughs> yeah, just being stared at. <laughs> It's especially painful to think about these things because I was telling Sergio earlier, we care a lot about this stuff, but what would be considered to be like the tastemakers, the gatekeepers, they seem to not give a fuck. About they don't have to. Exactly. They don't have to, but I think that that perception breeds a lot of um, resentment and anger in the sense that like just on a grander scale when when there's supposedly rules but we see the ruling class breaking them all the time and then here we are completely bound to them and we're trying whether, to break them well, but it's i i just i just wonder like a lot of the the kind of gripes we've brought up would sort of be <laughs> i think what at the end of the day i'm just looking for someone to sort of acknowledge I mean, it's similar with like stand up. It's probably similar with it's like there are rules, but no one is acknowledging them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it's it's like the object that's being observed. Once it knows it's being observed, it changes its behavior. So it's like once you it, it once you acknowledge the rule, that's when people adapt to it, because if it just goes unspoken, then it's just kind of like quietly in the background. But like. It, it it there are, I mean there are these like rules it's cuz it's it's, a, it's the reason why uh like Dylan got so much shit when he was alive like he was a rule breaker he wore shit that wasn't like peop, he did he took a path that like other people hadn't did hadn't taken and he got a lot of shit for it he made he designed shoes that were fucking weird and not 
skate related and he got a lot of shit for it but fast forward you know 10 years look how many fuckers are biting his shit look who like to this day and it's like you know and that's why it's it's like and to your point of like the tastemakers not caring and it's it's like that's the persona they it's like that james dean shit where it's like they have Mm -hmm. to seem like they don't care meanwhile they're in their own head like i don't know if this is right this is fucking garbage like like even like a jason dill who just seems to be printing money with uh, fa graphics (laughs) like I'm sure he's in his room or whatever, and like he's just stressing about it. Oh, he's yeah. very vocal about his like. Yeah, and it's like, but he gets on camera and he's in his sweater and he's smoking a cigar, having his little mustache, and you know, <laughs> it's 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 that, it, and like uh, getting back to Burl too, cause it's like, oh, this dude, like, oh, he just looks like a fucking rock star or whatever, with you know pushing around but it's also like you don't not care and get up and slick your hair back and have yeah. your shirt just so and tucked in t- yeah you know yeah. people care a lot but like if you say you care a lot then it's That's not why. then you're trying Ooh. hard right yeah it's right. like oh, likes you, to try oh, you're tr- hard yeah it's like you it's cool not it's that cool not to try shit but it's like you have to try like all of this takes effort so, but it's also why like Suchu gets so much shit too, because it's like you know that dude cares and you know that dude tries, and by virtue of that, people are like, "You fuck, wh- what is this? Oh, okay. <laughs> he's trying so hard. This isn't this isn't skating. Oh, he's trying. Oh, real cool. Oh, anyway, here. <laughs> so there's never gonna be rules. There's never. <laughs> yeah. If let's just not acknowledge the rules and just keep throwing stones at the people we know have broken them. Yeah, that's. I think we have in this hour we have Gone answered our circle. own question as to why there will there will never be rules because it's exhausting. Yeah. Like we well, haven't even come close to naming a rule. We're talking more about. Oh, there's rules. Let's <laughs> let's end the episode by naming our rules. Number one rule: no rules. <laughs> nice. Amen, brother. And that's that's Double Primo. That's Double Primo. Love you. Thank you. No rules. Just right. Like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. Double (laughs) Primo, man. We love you, man. (laughs) Um, All in all, people think that there's rules in skateboarding. The only rule that I think there is, have fun. Damn straight, bro. With your friends. Skate or die, dude. That's not. I don't like that rule. (laughs) Someone please say something. Bye, I love you. I'm dying. Bye.